0: Oh my goodness, everyone! You're gonna like this episode! We've got some luxury dates, dune bashing, and crocodile markings. It sounds really, hmm, educational? (gasps) We did our
1: research this week! Here we go.
0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 73. That's right. This is 10K Dollar
1: Day, the luxury travel comedy podcast that just happens to be imaginary. Um, I'm Lulu Picard. And I'm Allison Burns.
0: We're so excited that you are here. I'm sure that some of you are listening for the first time. And for that, we thank you. Uh, we're going to take you through our imaginary luxury travel days. We're going to talk about our wish lists and our obsessions and some, feature some nonprofits, And it's going to be a good time. So, uh, before we move on to anything about that kind of stuff, Allison, you, I think, just closed Mamma Mia. Is that
1: right? I did. Did I I get my dates right? I think so. I don't, you know, this time-space thing. I know. Uh, I believe that is correct. I think we just closed this last weekend.
0: You did. You just closed.
1: (laughs) Got it. Perfect. Thank you for letting me know.
0: You're welcome. (laughs) Uh so you're done with Mama Mia. You were an amazing Donna. I saw you twice thank because you. I think you're a phenom. And thank um thank you. Yeah, it's so great to see you on stage again. So you should be on stage all the time.
1: Oh, I know. From your mouth to the universe. Uh yeah, let's make that happen.
0: Okay. I will. Boom, boom. <laughs> Just like that. That's how that works, I think. Um Yeah, and I just got back into the States, so I've been gone for a week. Mm -hmm. I say that as if that actually happened, but our listeners know that when we stack episodes, we get really confused with time. But I did look at the calendar and realized that when this drops, I will have just gotten back. But I don't know why I phrased it as if it really had already happened, as if I were going to tell you – Things that had happened. All the
1: things that happened.
0: (laughs) Like I was going to manifest all these amazing things that happened while I was working. Um, Maybe
1: that's what we should start doing. Oh. Just talking about all the amazing things that we just did. And then let's see how much of it we can manifest, like secret it.
0: Okay. Do you have something to manifest? I do.
1: I actually, um, you put it out there. I just booked another show. (gasps) No, You know I'm just secreting this. It's not real.
0: Oh, I okay. I get it. I see. I got lost in our own game.
1: No, no, no. I, I'm secreting it.
0: Okay, great. I'm so glad you booked that show.
1: I know. Yeah. By the time this airs, it'll be it'll be true.
0: Okay, I like that.
1: I literally haven't auditioned for anything, by the way.
0: <laughs> That's not the way the secret works, but I think it's I know, fine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well let's uh except let me if I ask really do you, book
1: something by sitting on my couch. I'm gonna be so excited.
0: <laughs> That's the dream. Offer only.
1: That is the dream.
0: Yeah. Uh so what is your obsession this week?
1: My obsession is a new wine that I just tried and it's dark horse. Have you tried that?
0: Oh brand? yeah, I've had dark horse and it's pretty um affordable.
1: It is affordable. Well, I didn't actually buy it, which was I think why it's my obsession. Um the, uh, my friend who plays Rosie in the show, her name's Becca McCoy. She did a 10K Saturday with us. Um, you know the show, and you know that there's a scene where Tanya says, you dark horse.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: So she bought us both a bottle of dark horse, and so I'm actually drinking it right now, and I have to say, I really like it. Um, I don't like my wine too sweet, and it is not. It has kind of this, you know, smoky bitter taste at the end. I love it. Really good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I love that in a in wine as well. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh my obsession this week is the uh, gosh, I just realized I don't know how to pronounce this. Um Really? Well, <laughs> yeah, but it's a pers- it's a name of a company. And that we oh, all okay. know that we all know. It's Fodor travel or fodor travel or fodor I don't know, F O D O R. They make those travel guides and stuff their Twitter account I am obsessed with right now. It's um okay. it's sassy and it's funny and it is um it's just kind of sarcastic and you know I love a corporate sassy Twitter. Like it's my favorite yeah. thing. It will make me oh. want to purchase things from you if I think your company has a sense of humor and prizes that, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm into it. I'm completely into it. I want their social media manager, whoever you are, to come on our podcast and be a guest Googler because this photo travel is so funny. The boss keeps yelling Fran Drescher this morning. He's on the phone. Today is already very interesting. (laughs) I was like, I don't know who you are, but I'm pretty obsessed with you. And... There's an up. They they have an article that they posted about how to plan the perfect road trip. And uh-huh. the comment from the Twitter article was, "Once again, here I am reminding you to bring snacks. Please do not forget snacks." And I'm like, I don't know who you are, but I feel we're best friends.
1: That's awesome. So, you should like send I'm, them a private message.
0: I'm all about it. Ash, can you get them on here, please? Can you tell them to come on our podcast because I'm a big fan. Thank you. What's your wish list?
1: Uh, my wish list is, and I know this is gonna. F- sound weird because it's like almost summer, but I really want new Uggs. Boots? Yeah, Ugg boots. Cuz I got one for last not last Christmas, the Christmas before, and I already ruined them cuz I wear them all the time. Um I love a shoe that I can just throw on my foot and not have to tie. So I normally uh-huh, wear these too. like big combat boots that have zippers on the side so I don't have to tie them. I just like throw them on. But I mean, sometimes you just want to be even more comfy than that, so I really want new Uggs that I can just wear all the time when I, like, go pick up the kids from school or take them to school or run to the grocery store, but, you know, they're expensive, so I need I need to invest again.
0: Do your feet not sweat in
1: them? I wear socks with them.
0: Oh, I've never had Uggs, so I don't really know how you're supposed to wear them. Um, are you ready for my wish list? Because mm-hmm. it's going to become your wish list.
1: Oh, let me know. What is it? And it's cheap. Oh.
0: It's the Mookoo. That's the name of the brand. M-O-O-C-O-O. Uh-huh. Portable espresso maker.
1: <gasps> Ooh.
0: All you have to do is add hot water. So you. So it's a little annoying because you have to find hot water. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use ground coffee or huh? they even work with Nespresso pods.
1: and you put the hot water
0: in i know and then you like pump it apparently like it tells you like this many pumps for this type of espresso this many pumps for that type of espresso all this kind of stuff and then you pump it and then you have espresso
1: oh where did you find that
0: on amazon yes amazon for the win under 40 dollars
1: oh okay yeah i want that Especially because right now our coffee maker is currently at the studio because the coffee Keurig maker at the studio broke. So our coffee maker is at the studio, which means the past like couple days I've woken up and I keep forgetting that we don't have the coffee maker. And I'm like, oh, I don't have my coffee. So now I want that too.
0: Yeah, I knew you would. I'm pretty excited about it. We're going to have to try it. That's awesome. Uh, What's your wish list? I already told you. No. You already told me. You went first. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, I am not processing people's words correctly right now. It's
1: okay. It's, you know, we're getting older.
0: I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you say that on my birthday month?
1: Yeah, your birthday is in, like, five days.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're right, because of the time space continues. I know. Whoa. Crazy. (gasps) My birthday is actually in six Six days. Six days, yeah. There you go guess what we're what? already here I it know time for 10K, 10k days that just got you booked totally
1: just want you to know I know we already know okay
0: it. so who do you think should go first? <sighs> I think Elizabeth? I should oh you sound disappointed
1: it's not that I'm disappointed it's that I made a choice and I stuck with my choice and then I had to. I, it's very interesting, but it's it's all over the place. I had to. Anyways, we're okay, about to I'm, find out because I'm, I'm ready. Go first. Tell me,
0: <laughs> tell me where you're going. Okay, so
1: first I have to tell you why I made this decision. I was having a hard time deciding this week because you know we're on seventy three episodes. Like, so how many ten ks is that? It's a lot, right? At least seventy three for each of us. Yeah. So. I was like, "Oh, where do I want to go?" So I finally was like, "You know what? I'm just going to let the universe decide." So I went into Google and there there is a website that is a random country generator. Like, what? where should I visit? Yeah. So I just typed in like random generator and you click on it, it just pulls up a random place in the world, right? And then you can always click, you know, click it again, it'll change it. But I was like, "Whatever it pulls up first, that's where I'm going," even if we've been there, like I was committed. So the first place it pulled up for me was Papua New Guinea.
0: Oh, this is going to be fun.
1: Yeah. So I was like, okay. (laughs) It actually is really beautiful. However, like when you search it, it's like mostly known for its cannibalism. And I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you are are single-handedly
0: going to change the idea of Papua New Guinea for so many people. That's what I'm hoping
1: for. Yeah. Um, okay, but here's the thing. It's really uh, affordable because it is not a very wealthy country. There's a lot of tribes. There's over 800 languages that is spoken
0: in this country.
1: Yes. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But isn't it a small all, country? So many, it is, but there's seven over 7 million people, and it's all like they're tribes. So it's all these wow. tribes that have kind of like – lived there either forever or migrated there, and so there's so many different languages. And they said some of them, um, you can't even find the origin of it. Like, you don't even, like, they're just these made-up tribal languages. It's crazy. Well,
0: does that mean that they have a significant part of their population can't speak to one another?
1: I don't know the answer to that. It would seem so, maybe.
0: Oh, that's really hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, I went first and looked at different, like, resorts. All of them are affordable. Um, And so I was like, let me try Airbnb. But Airbnb, normally you have luck with, like, oh, some random person who's like, I'm going to charge a million dollars a night. You know what I mean? But no, yeah. here, there were places that were $8 a night.
0: Oh, for my like, goodness. Yeah,
1: it was crazy. So I finally went back, and I'm staying at the Calabobo Village Resort. And I got the presidential suite. It's the best room you can get. Um, it has two balconies that offer views of the harbor. And two nights there, including breakfast, $639. That's like the most expensive I could find.
0: Wow.
1: Crazy, right? Yeah. So I did decide that instead of uh, renting a car,
0: okay. I was going to buy a car. I mean, you do love a day where you get to take something home with you, so I guess that works. well.
1: So I went to Pngautos.com and they have a ton of like used, used cars that they have there. Um, so I bought a Honda CRV for3800 dollars.
0: Okay. Those <laughs> a used are good car cars. That I'm gonna
1: yeah, I'm gonna drive it around, uh, Papua New Guinea. Okay, so then I went to TripAdvisor. I looked at the top things to do. And I'm filtering through. You know how you can, like, filter through by price? Everything is at the most $200, okay? Like, different excursions, different tours. They do a lot of um, hiking. There's um, a, a dormant volcano there. It's gorgeous, but there's just not a ton of, like, excursions that are expensive. So I'm scrolling, and all of a sudden, this price tag pops up that says, out of nowhere, $8,499.99. And I'm like, what excursion is this? So I click on it, and all I see is this picture of a man's back, and it looks like he has scales. And I'm like, okay, I'm intrigued, right? So I click on it. What it is, it's normally an eight-day-long adventure to the Sepik Crocodile Festival, okay, which is in Papua New Guinea.
0: Okay.
1: So I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and buy into this, but I'm going to divide it. I'm going to do it right. I'm going to divide it by the eight days. So if I could do this in one day, it would be $1,062.50 for this excursion. Now, because you took that
0: 8,000, whatever that was, and then divided it. Okay.
1: By the eight days, correct. Okay. Now, I guarantee you there's no way they could actually do this because of how detailed this excursion was, but. It's imaginary. So I kind of went through and highlighted all of these things. And then halfway through, I was like, I don't even know if I could do this. um, But I want to talk about it. So like in my real life, I don't know if I could ever commit to actually going and and watching what I'm about to talk about.
0: Am I going to wait? Should I be nervous?
1: No, no, no. It's not a nervous thing. It's their it's their culture. And it's actually very fascinating. Um, It's just something that I think would. Be difficult for people like us who don't live in that world to maybe witness. I'm just going to talk about it. Yeah, because okay.
0: your language is making me really nervous.
1: Yeah, so it's a four-hour boat ride to uh, this small, little tribal uh, village. Okay. And the village is called Kanigara and the tribe is, I believe it. it's just a few extra letters so I think it's like Kanrigara tribe. Okay. And they have this whole festival that's called the Crocodile Festival, and what it is is all the it's a it's where the boys in the tribe uh basically it's their like coming of age ceremony uh-huh. now they believe the crocodile is like a god, okay, so okay. what they do you may have seen this this is once I actually started researching it it's been all over like discovery channel they've done documentaries like it's pretty. Like, uh, it's a common thing that, like, they've done research into. But what they do with these boys, it could be anywhere from 11 years old to 16 years old. They actually cut small patterns into their backs and their chest to resemble crocodile scales. Oh. And it is believed. And they're they're small little ticks, right? So it looks like, do you know what I mean? Like the the back of a crocodile.
0: I, I actually know. Yeah. So it kind of heals In a way that raises into a ridge.
1: Well, there's a reason why it does that. So what they do is once they're cut, right? Because if they they just let it heal, it wouldn't be raised. What they do is they have the boys stretch out in front of a fire so the smoke um, can blow into the deep nicks. And while they're doing this, they take clay and tree oil. They mix the clay and the tree oil and they actually smooth it into the lesions to help maintain their raised scale shape
0: interesting right how did they figure so that out
1: I who knows it's been I mean I think this is like just generations and generations of oh of course you know yeah Now, it says it's believed that if these boys can withstand the pain, it makes them stronger, obviously. So once they're done with the skin cutting, they're taken to a spirit house where the elders perform traditional rituals with them. They dress them. They give them a special um, gift, like a stick or a spear. And then once that is completed, they take them out into the community, and there's a giant party with dancing and gift-giving, and everyone celebrates them. And... um, it's just become something that is uh, is also celebrated worldwide so that's why you can pay to actually go and watch this festival every year
0: isn't that crazy that's really interesting i mean uh, so is the purpose to is the purpose to just pay homage to the crocodile or are, do they do they believe that they are somehow um getting something from the I, ritual? What,
1: yeah, from what I've read, it's actually more of um, a tribal, um, like, brotherhood type of okay. thing. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, one of their biggest stories was that years and years ago, I guess some of them, or there was a group of men in a different village that were taken hostage, along with some Americans, and while they were being, like, tortured – um, one of the guys took a shirt off and they saw the patterns and realized that one of the other people was kin with them, so they spared him. So it's become like a thing where, like, hey, you know, this it proves that you're our brother if you have this on you right. kind of thing. I mean, I saw so, that in
0: Black Panther, so I know what you're talking about.
1: Exactly. See? Okay, so... <laughs> They talked about gift giving. So immediately I was like, you know what? I want to give them all, I want to give this whole tribe gifts. So then I actually kind of went backwards. I rewound a little bit and I was like, what could I bring to them? And um, what I found was this really cool place called the Sweet Spot where they make these elaborate, gorgeous um, cakes. And I was like, oh my gosh, what if I brought just a ton of sweets and cakes to this tribe stuff they never get to like celebrate wow so I they didn't have a menu but they did have a picture of one of their cakes and the price on it was twelve dollars now the currency there is called kina or kenya Mm -hmm. um so it was twelve dollars for and once I translated it or you know whatever um so I'm gonna buy converted thank you I'm gonna buy a hundred cakes. Cause I have no idea how many boys are there. I don't know how many are in the tribe. I tried to Google it. There's no info. So I'm gonna buy a hundred cakes for this tribe. So I'm spending twelve hundred dollars <laughs> on this tribe of their cakes. And then I also decided that I'm gonna let them have my car.
0: That's great. Perfect. So I'm gonna leave
1: my car there when I'm done. I don't know if they'll okay. need it, if they'll use it. I'm sure they will. Okay, so that's just another little a little token for the end. Once I'm done with my car, they can have it. Okay, so now I'm done. I've seen the Crocodile Festival. Uh, again, like, just for me, I don't like to see people in pain, so I'm hoping that they're all very strong.
0: <laughs> right. No, <laughs> it I, would I, upset me. I understand. Like, you, you are respectful of the ritual, but you don't know that you want to observe yes, it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I get it. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so another uh, thing that Papua New Guinea is known for is their beautiful snorkeling because um, they're right um, – on the coast so I'm going to go do some snorkeling on the reefs with two feet dive um I, now I can I, can't I ask you a that. question yeah
0: real fast yeah. so I don't actually know what coast it's on or what I mean I'm embarrassed to say I can't even picture on the map where this is so what what continent are we talking about Africa
1: uh that's a great question no I I believe that it should off, I google I that know, no, but I is it weird that I think it's off of Australia because someone was no, talking about
0: I, I'm going to look it up, but we'll see. I mean, it'd be great yeah. if, if you were right. Um I don't know how
1: to spell I'm going to I can it. Oh, Wikipedia. Guess too. what?
0: It is in the southwestern what? Pacific. It encompasses the eastern half of New Guinea and its offshore islands. Yeah, it's it's in the okay. Pacific.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's an independent state is what Wikipedia says. So It's
0: East Asia, Southeast Asia.
1: Okay. There we Don't go. worry,
0: I just asked you if it was in Africa. So I no, 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 you are fine. way good.
1: So I'm gonna go snorkeling. Um now I couldn't figure out on this experience how to book the reef snorkeling without buying a room from the resort that it was with. So oh, okay. I was like, Well, who cares? I'll just buy the room for the day. <laughs> You can go take a shower in it. So I bought this bungalow for the day, and it's still only $300 for the room and the reef trip. Oh,
0: my gosh. For this second hotel room. Exactly. Um, So then
1: I was like, okay, well, let me go to Amazon, trusty Amazon. I will buy the best scuba gear package that I can find. And that was Atomic Aquatic Scuba Blade Fin, the Venom Dive Mask, and the Snorkeling Scuba Gear Package, $447.85. That was the most expensive. After that, one of the restaurants that is highlighted there is called Duffy's. Um, I think it's really funny because the way they describe it, they go, it's the three C's, cosmopolitan, cool, contemporary. And I was like, <laughs> okay, New Guinea. Um, and I found that through Lonely Planet. And again, really average prices. It's going to be for the most expensive like meal there, 50 bucks. So I decided I'm going to tip 100%. I'm going to give them 100 bucks for my lunch. Mm-hmm. And, um, after that, um, one thing that I found that they are known for is all of their, um, homemade arts and crafts, like their handicrafts. So they have a ton of markets there and they actually have regular rotating weekend markets. And since technically I'm not there on the weekend, there are a ton of other places that you can go. Some of them have small entry fees, um, But it says all of them, the original artist will come out and you can just talk to them about the stories behind their craft. And there can be anything from like woven baskets to handmade jewelry to um, rugs or clothing. So I was like, how cool would it be to just go to all of these different marketplaces, talk to these women and men who sit there all day, this is how they make their living, and just spend $1,000. So I know that will probably get me just bucket loads of things. Oh, yeah. But I'm just going to get as much as I can if I have to gift it there, if I have to send it back to the States, whatever. I'm just going to spend $1,000 in all their markets. Okay. So after that, I found a great uh, restaurant. It's actually, it says the height of fine dining um, in Papua New Guinea, and it's called Rapala. Um, it's inside the Crown Plaza, which is probably the most, you know, American-owned, like, Hotel right. there, um, it says. However, it is the decor is very old fashioned, but the dishes are anything but old. It says <laughs> they are elegant and flavorful. So again, prices were totally average. You're looking at fifty bucks for a really nice meal. Again, hundred percent tip. I'm going to give them a hundred bucks. Okay, wow. so that. It's the end of my day. And with all of that trying to piece together, I still only spent $8,349.35.
0: You're kidding.
1: Yeah, and that's you I even, bought a freaking car.
0: You bought a car. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. What a, mm-hmm. um interesting place.
1: Yeah. I mean, I never would have picked it. So it was kind of cool to be like, okay, all right, Google, wherever you send me. And it did, so...
0: That's like the equivalent of when people would open an atlas and po- or point to somewhere on the globe and just go.
1: Yeah, or spin the globe, yeah, and just put your finger on it, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, this is going to be a pretty exotic episode of 10K Dollar Day because I also went somewhere that I had never heard of. Okay. <laughs> That's um, cool. I'm going to Sharjah in the United Ooh. Arab Emirates. Whoa. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, this is exotic.
0: This was a hard day to put together, too. Like I, yeah. And you know, normally I just kind of junk a day if I'm not getting anywhere. This one, I was yeah. like, nope, I'm going to do it. And yeah, it that's was, how I um, was. It was born of blood, sweat, and tears. So everyone, here is my oh, 10K too. dollar day.
1: We were committed <laughs> this week.
0: Okay, so I'm going to stay at a place called Kingfisher Lodge.
1: Okay. It
0: looks. Amazing. Aww, you stay yay. in a tent, but the tent has AC. Ooh. And it's one of those fancy tents. Okay. Like, really, the only thing that makes it a tent is that if you look up, the ceiling looks like a tent. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah, like the floor is a real floor. The walls are walls, but it's got a <laughs> tent top. Yeah. So it's on the beach, and it's your, like, you it's it's your little tent or big tent actually your tent and then a plunge pool and then sand and then the ocean
1: oh okay
0: it says savor the tranquility as you kayak through mangroves watch sea turtles hatch nest and swim catch a glimpse of many rare bird species and the wildlife that all define this area as a globally important wetland
1: that sounds awesome
0: Yeah, you get there on a boat, like all that kind of stuff, right? Breakfast and dinner are included in this price. So, are you ready, Allison? I'm ready. We could do this.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I got the one bedroom sea view luxury tent. Uh huh. It's rated like one of the top experiences in the United Arab Emirates. Uh Two nights, one thousand eighty nine dollars. Really? And it includes breakfast and dinner. That's amazing. So really, as a vacation option, it's not terrible if you're looking for a VIP experience.. Yeah.
1: Right? <gasps> okay. I mean, you have to
0: get yourself to Dubai, right? It's the closest airport, but other than that. So I'm going to hire a car and driver. Okay. Now you know, and our, our listeners know how much that normally costs us, mm-hmm. like between 1,000 and 1,600 dollars, right? Correct. I got an executive sedan for 14 hours. Three hundred and twenty-one
1: dollars and fifty nine cents.
0: Oh. With a driver. So I have a car and driver, very cheap. Yeah. Okay. Now I looked up some stuff um in Sharjah. And anytime that you travel, particularly in a country that has a really specific religious tradition, mm-hmm. I always like to see if there are any dress codes. Oh, that's so nice. Women especially should have. Yeah. So they say that in Sharjah, which is different than Dubai and different, you kind of have to look it up city by city. Um, In general, women there cover their knees and their shoulders. Okay. Also, interestingly, there is a big movement of, uh, some are Muslim and some are not, designers who make fashionable clothing for modest women.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah. So I found one of those designers. It's Bugessa or Bugessa. I'm not quite sure. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a designer based in the United Arab Emirates for modest fashion. Like they call it that. That's cool. So I bought this white dress. It's it's lovely. It's got short sleeves. It has a little belt, but it comes out to kind of flows and it goes just below the knee. Uh You know? Yeah. It is $540
1: Whoa. for that dress. Okay.
0: But it's a local designer, and now I fit in with the dress code, and I still look cute. Yeah,
1: I love that. Okay? Yes.
0: Yeah. The first thing I'm going to do, I really thought was going to cost more money, and when I found out how cheap it was, I almost took it out of my day. But I, in real life, I really would like to go. So they have a classic car museum in Sharjah. Okay. That has over 100 cars dating from 1915. You know oh, I love that. Yeah. And they have a 1969 Mercedes 600 Pullman there. What is that, you ask? I oh. will tell you. It is this okay. really fancy limo, basically. But it's so luxurious that they didn't sell that many of them, and for a very long period, they only manufactured them on request. Oh, <gasps> that's fancy. That's so-
1: <laughs> like just the car on request? Or like you could request things you want in it, like certain colors? Oh, I
0: bet you could request everything. But they, they made oh, less cool. than 25 a year for a long period of time. That's crazy. hmm And the one that they have at this museum, it's bulletproof. Oh, <gasps>
1: that's yeah. my dream. That's the best zombie apocalypse. A bulletproof
0: car? Yes. <laughs> I guess it would get you through the zombie apocalypse. How could I not think that? It would get me through that?
1: anything. I could go anywhere.
0: That's so funny. Okay, well, we can't really take that car. We can only really look at it. But the oh, okay. good and bad thing is that um, admission into the Classic Car Museum is $2.72. Whoa. Gotcha. Yeah, it didn't get me anywhere, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there is this tourist park, I guess, or tourist experience in Sharjah called Al Noor Island. And we're going to have all of these links on the blog because if you're not familiar with this area of the world, it can be hard to figure out how these are spelled. Um, Yeah. And even pronounced, to be honest. So Al Noor Island, it won lots of design rewards. I think it's been around since 2013. It's pretty new. And it's basically an island that they've turned into this park that you have to pay admission into into going but there's a butterfly house there's a literature pavilion i'm going to tell you more about these in a second um there's there's like playgrounds for the kids and it's this really beautiful blend of botanical garden and also lots of steel art structures so kind of has both cool yeah yeah so the main attraction there is the butterfly house um I should tell you that with the Butterfly House and my self-guided tour, my entrance to this island is only $13.61. Oh. So I'm having oh. to work really hard to figure out how yeah. to spend money, right? Okay.
1: Oh crazy.
0: I know. I don't really know a lot about butterflies. I think they're pretty, but I don't know a lot mm-hmm. about them. So I figured I should have someone tell me about them. So I looked right. up Lepidopterists. Do you know what that is? No. It's a butterfly expert. I learned that. Oh. A what's lepid- it called? Lepidopterist.
1: Lepidopterist.
0: Lepi, L-E- L cool. E P I, and then DOP D O P. Lepidopterist.
1: Yeah. Gosh, this ha- podcast is so educational.
0: <laughs> Today it is really educational. <laughs> <laughs> people it's are going to so listen true. to this one and be like, they actually did research for this one. Um, I know. Yeah. So I looked at people that could help me, and there was a guy who has a very friendly website. His name is Rick Mikola. He lives in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. So I'm going to right. fly him from Hazleton, Pennsylvania to Dubai on Cafe Pacific. Gotcha premium economy, it's going to cost me $3,432 for me to get him there.
1: Whoa. I know. That's but good. He's,
0: but he's going to tell me everything about the butterflies. My driver is going to go pick him up, right?
1: Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. He,
0: he's going to tell me everything about the butterflies that I want to know. And he should okay. be very friendly about that because I'm also having to get him a room at the Kingfisher Lodge for two days so also add right. on another 1,089 for his room at the lodge Okay. Um, he gets his own tent on the ocean now I'm going to leave him looking at butterflies because I'm sure he's going to be fascinated they, there's even um, species of butterflies that they have discovered within the last I want to say 8 months in this area Okay. so I'm sure he's going to be like crazy excited about this I meanwhile am going to go to a different part of the park called the Literature Pavilion, and okay, this is what made me fall in love with this park. They have put together okay. like what in your head, your dream outdoor living room, okay, yeah, and it's okay. covered, but it's got couches and pillows and it's just it's go- it's gorgeous, and they call oh. it a Literature Pavilion. So, oh, I
1: love that. Yeah,
0: just to go and sit and read. So, yeah. I'm going to get drinks delivered to me from okay. a place called Kava and Chai because chai tea okay. is a really big thing in this area and okay. I love chai tea. So, I'm yeah. I'm way overpaying for this chai, okay? So, I'm going to have that delivered to me and I also bought two thermoses, one for me and one for my lepidopterist friend. Um yes. I went on Amazon. I got two Zoji Rushi thermoses for okay. forty nine eighty eight. Easy.
1: Okay, yeah. So now
0: we have thermoses. He has his teas at the butterfly place. I have my tea. I'm about to read a book. What book am I going to read? Don't worry, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> so surprise, surprise, Sharjah is the world book capital for twenty
1: nineteen. Wow. And
0: The ruler of Sharjah, which is Dr. Sheik Sultan bin Muhammad al-Qasimi. Okay. I hope I said all of that right. Sure. Is a historical novelist and author.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: So I'm going to get my early life, Sultan bin Muhammad (laughs) al-Qasimi. Uh, for thirty six dollars and fifty two cents, All and I'm right. gonna drink my tea and be where he lives and read his autobiography.
1: That sounds again very educational.
0: <laughs> we are like really winning. We the are education killing on this it today. Podcast. Yes, I'm now leaving the park. It's time for lunch, mm-hmm. and I'm going to a place called Gazebo. Ooh, and I ordered a lot of things. That some things that I always order at Indian places like samosa, lamb korma, mm-hmm. but also they had all of these foods I've never seen before, and you know how I just yeah, like yeah, that's crazy. Cool. So they have this um, dessert. I don't know why I started with desserts. It must have been the first page that pulled up called kezar faluda. Here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. It's served in a sundae glass, and it's topped with a scoop of ice cream. But what is underneath it? is saffron syrup milk and vermicelli i don't really know how you eat that
1: with a spoon
0: <laughs> and then i got um got like gajar halwa or gahar halwa halwa mm-hmm. it's grated carrots glazed in butter mm-hmm. so far so good cooked in sweetened milk okay and koya which i did not look up what koya was garnished with nuts
1: that sounds so simple Interesting. It's so
0: simple, but also enough well, combination yeah, totally I've ever but, yeah. had. You know, like so. it's anyway. I ordered a bunch of stuff that I've never heard of before, and I ordered enough for five people. Okay, and my bill was still only forty three dollars. Oh my goodness, crazy! I know. Yeah. So I realized that I had to do something really extreme to get okay. my money up. So I'm going on a desert safari.
1: Yes, you are. You love that.
0: Oh, it's intense. Okay. It's a desert safari, they pick you up at your hotel at three, you're gone for like six hours. Uh-huh. They give you tea, they give you coffee, fresh dates, okay. which are very big in this part of the world. There's a hookah,
1: which Ooh, they love it. call
0: a, a hubbly bubbly.
1: Oh, that's even better. That's what I'm gonna call it now. <laughs> I know.
0: Camel riding. Okay. Belly dance show. Oh my gosh. Dance fire show. A barbecue dinner. But here's the exciting part. There are two parts I'm really excited about. One dune bashing
1: oh yeah and two sandboarding. do you okay. know what dune bashing is yeah isn't it when you get in those like dune buggies you just you just demolish them
0: yeah yeah well in on this tour everyone is in their own suv
1: yeah you just go and I don't, right through them
0: i don't you're not the one that drives it because it takes extreme skill sure to really on do sand this. yeah yeah, it says they drive at increasing and decreasing speeds over sand dunes.
1: That's awesome. As the
0: surface of the sand keeps shifting, it takes a special skill and a special type of car to navigate the terrain. At one point, you may have a stop to let the air out of your tires because reducing the pressure gives the vehicle more traction against the moving sand.
1: Oh, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, but that's intense. That is
1: intense, but it sounds so fun. That Everything you described... Oh. I want to do.
0: I know. I'm so excited about it. So we're going to go dune bashing. It says, even though you're in the car, dress comfortably because the sand gets into everything. Oh, I'm sure. So remember, I'm wearing a dress. Oh, yeah. So now I feel I need leggings yes, under my do. dress. You do. Right? Because you don't want like sand everywhere. Yeah. So I found some white leggings Okay. from the row for $450.
1: Ooh, all right.
0: I got, yeah, I know. I got... um la Mer sunscreen good for 95 dollars. yes perfect and i got a clyde sun hat oh, for fun. 280 dollars good lord mm-hmm. gotcha well look i'm trying to get no, the money I,
1: you're doing the right thing
0: yeah so i did that and then the next activity that's still on the same tour is sandboarding which is okay. just like you would think it is snowboarding on sand
1: yep Sounds fun.
0: I would totally do it, and I'm going to look amazing in my dress doing it. Heck yeah! And there's no sharks. Win win. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. In fact, some people say that you should wear a helmet, and other people are like, "It's sand," (laughs) (laughs) which I think is really funny. Yeah, it is funny. But I'm going to buy my own sandboard, just you know, just to have it. Um, I'm going to get it from VenomousBoards.com, and it's $345 for that sandboard. Perfect. It was $350. Oh, that's not bad at all for all that stuff. So I'm still not quite where I need to be money-wise at this point. So I typed in, what what should I buy in Sharjah or souvenirs in Sharjah or something like that? And it said you should buy dates. Like, it's one of the biggest things there, right? Oh, yeah. Dates. And I go, great. I want to buy dates. But then I couldn't find like, everyone just said, go to the market and get dates. And I said, no, no, no. I want a fancy gift box of dates. Yeah. So I typed in luxury dates. No. Sharjah.
1: Oh, because I was like, you're going to get like, um, like call girls. (laughs)
0: That's exactly what I got. (laughs) I got escort services. I could have told you that. And I just stopped Googling it. I was like, you know what? I can't get around that. I'm also like, yeah, it was crazy. So um, let's just assume that I spend $100 on dates. Yeah, gotcha. Somewhere in the market, maybe. Sure. Um, And then I found a shop called Al Gadir UAE Crafts. Okay and it's very similar to what you were talking about in your day where it actually supports mostly women craft makers and they have an online store and they are keeping the crafts alive while also giving them a livelihood i love that yeah same thing yeah so i bought a hope blanket and what's nice is they have an option to buy it for yourself or to give it back to the person who made it for you perfect so i bought it to give back I love to the that. person who made it for me. Yes, I know. I thought that was such a cool touch. That's awesome. Um, I got an Arabian hospitality set, which is a coffee pot filled with a local coffee blend, two coffee cups, um, cardamom cloves. So you can make uh, Middle Eastern coffee, and then they randomly also had high heels <laughs> that were <laughs> em- embellished with a very um, indigenous type of embroidery. That's awesome. But the blanket was $81, the coffee set was $326, and the heel was $609. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. You must be getting up there. Yeah, 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 I'm close. In fact, I'm close enough where I just decided to eat dinner at my hotel. Um because I realized that in real life, if this were my 10K day, I would want to spend time in that beautiful tent. Yeah. Looking at the ocean yeah so there's a free dinner at my hotel so i'm going to eat my free dinner at the hotel i okay. could not find a website of its restaurant to even look at what kind of food it was or anything like that but it's going to be great and my total for my very weirdo but kind of amazing <laughs> sharja day is nine thousand four hundred fifty six dollars and twenty nine cents nicely done yeah. Look at us. I liked the day. It was really hard to put together, yeah. but, I, but I ended up liking the day.
1: That's awesome.
0: Okay, so if you had $10,000 yes. to give away in Papua New Guinea, mm-hmm. what would it be?
1: Um, I know exactly where I would give it, and it's actually to wateraid.org. They actually have places all over the world, but um, in Papua New Guinea alone, there's 4.8 million people who don't have clean water. There's fewer than wow. 2 in 10 people that have a decent toilet. And over 200 children under the age of 5 die every year from diarrhea, something that is something uh. that is so not a big deal for people who live in the States. So what they do is they um, raise money, and together with the local people who live there, they install tap stands. And so that's, it's where people can go and fill up um their buckets and everything with uh clean water to drink and to wash the children with so that everyone is happier and healthier so I would absolutely give every cent
0: I had to that that's really awesome yeah what about you my charity is called Sharja Charity International mm-hmm. and their tagline is that they help people who have no hope
1: Oh, and they that. have
0: a lot of different programs i know they just donated seventy three thousand dollars to philippine hurricane victims okay they're trying to build a day center for yeah. children but they basically it looks like they do a lot of good not just in sharjah but around the world which i love yeah um so it's called sharjah charity international and you can give money to them online. i love that
1: perfect
0: So that's what we would do if we had 10000 to give away somewhere. It'd be so nice to do that. I know. Like make my life to be able (laughs) to give away money. I know. Sometimes I just want to be rich so I could just give money away. I've always
1: said that.
0: I know. It's crazy. Um, And we know that you guys are listening to this podcast because you like dreaming along with us, which is awesome. But not going to lie, if you've got a couple extra bucks a month... We would love for you to become a sponsor through our Patreon campaign. Right, Allie?
1: right. We have Patreon campaign, which is where we just raise funds for things that we do really every day to make this podcast hit the airwaves, which is uh, support our um, website fees and um, our hosting network fees. We also enter a lot of um, festivals and we fly there and we have to stay in hotels. So anything you can give helps us make our passion project a little bit more doable.
0: It's true. And those hotels, they could be cheaper if I would share a room, but but it's okay. It's like <laughs> it that is like a n- a non-negotiable. I, I just can't. <laughs> I love you. I know. And if there were anybody in the world that I could share a room with outside of my family or like, you know, if I'm like living with someone, then um it would be you, but I would not sleep. I know. And I would be useless. I, I would know. have no rest <laughs> at all. So unfortunately, we have to get two rooms everywhere we go. That's okay. Put it in the (laughs) rider. You can find us in so many social media outlets. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We have a really great Facebook Bay page. I love reading your guys' posts. It's so fun. And thank you for finding great articles about places we go. And thank you for telling us when you have fancy meals or you go vacationing somewhere. It's really fun to watch you guys engage together. And with us, uh, we're on Twitter. We're on all of those kind of things. We even have a What's Your Happy campaign on Instagram. Check out the story and you will see that for sure. And we're coming to some places near you soon. So if you are in Philadelphia or if you'll be there in August, is that right?
1: That is correct. The end of August and then Atlantic City, the beginning of September.
0: That's right. Um, Check out our our announcements for those dates, especially in Philadelphia. You'll be able to come to a taping of our show, which I think will be really exciting. Um, And we're excited to bring it to Philadelphia. So that's going to be great. Uh, So, Allie, before we close out, I would like to know, ma'am what is your happy well
1: today my happy because the day we're filming on is actually hannah's birthday so today my happy was my my new five-year-old it was her birthday today <sighs> and she had a great day and we had sushi lunch together and she just makes me smile so she's my happy
0: that's a good happy yeah oh hey Hannah <laughs> happy birthday
1: Han. what's your happy
0: two or three nights ago maybe I had a text conversation with my best friend from high school. Oh, cool. And we have not done a great job of keeping in touch. We were super close when we were in high school, but um, he, you know, he's in the Air Force. He has a family. Like, like we just don't, we don't have time to put into it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, It doesn't mean we don't love each other. We're just not great at keeping in touch. So, yeah. We had a a text conversation for about 45 minutes, you know, the other night. And it was the first time that we'd really chatted in a long time. That's awesome. And that's definitely my happy. Yeah. Very cool. Well, 10K Dollar Day is produced by Ash Burns. Music is by Stan Collins. Graphic art is by Jacob McAllister. The 10K Saturday voiceover is by Charlie Hume. Thanks as always to Buzzsprout for being our amazing hosting service. We're going to end this the way we end every episode, except I'm going to make Allie start it.
1: No, you can't, it, or this won't work. Why? We won't just do it as normal.
0: What? What won't work, Lulu?
1: You need to trust me.
0: With friends like us,
1: as we would say, who needs amenities? As the Japanese would say, a mini tiger hits yoga stool. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha,